TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Five five triple m It's Jonathan and Kitty in the morning, and we've got uh, summertime now in Madison. But before you know it, it's going to be freaking freezing here, and you're not going to know what to do with yourself. So I have a little suggestion. November 6th at the Alliant Energy Center... Bill Burr is coming back to town. Yeah, that Bill Burr. And he was dumb enough to call us this morning. Hey, Bill, how you doing, man? What's going on? How are you? All right. Listen, those of you who don't know Bill Burr, where the hell have you been? Go to Netflix. You could watch Bill Burr, Friends Who Kill. You could watch the animated show F is for Family, which is genius. The King of Staten Island with Pete Davidson. Bill was in that. The Mandalorian. Let me blow a little more smoke up your butt for a second. The Mandalorian, he was Mayfield. And Bill, personally, one of my favorites is your Monday morning podcast and your Thursday afternoon just before Friday morning podcast. I listen to him way too much, man. Way too much. How you doing, buddy? Oh, I appreciate it. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you? All right. Listen, uh, I have to say that I'm like in your wheelhouse because you're born in June of 68. I was born in July of 68. And I'm an old dad like you. I got a nine and seven year old. You've got, how old are your kids now? Uh, five and two. Yeah. All right. So you're even a little behind me, but don't you like calculate every night before you go to sleep, like how old you're going to be when they're first driving a car and stuff like that? Yeah, a little bit, but this, the advantage of it is that you're older, you're wiser, you're way calmer. And at the end of the day, the job of a parent really is to raise a good person. Yeah. And um, uh, where I was when I was in my 20s and 30s, when I was air quotes supposed to be doing this, you know, I run into guys that were me back then and had kids and I see the regret on their face. And then they, they, they you know, they're always coming up to you going like, dude, don't tell you I, I should have been there more. Make sure you're there. It goes by so fast and blah, blah, blah and all this stuff. And it's just like I am lucky enough to like the perspective I have in life, how I forgive myself for being as old as my am is, is uh, the knowledge that you have as an older father and how much more relaxed you are and how much, you know, you understand, like, what matters in life. So my kids, you're not going to believe this if you, you know, see me. My kids are super chill. They're really happy. They know that they're loved. Um, they're taken care of. They're not afraid of me. It's not like this volatile situation that me and all my friends grew up in um, that made us crazy, angry young men like I was in my 20s and 30s. So um, as much as I don't like that I'm as old as I'm going to be when they graduate high school, I am happy that they're not going to grow up with like an angry father and 
some lunatic. So I feel like, and then they'll go out into the world and, you know, be nice people. Right. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying because I, I, I mean, I have the same thing with with my kids. I feel like I'm calmer and don't my fuse doesn't run out as fast. We're talking to Bill Burr. He's going to be at the Alliant Energy Center on November sixth, and I think you kind of do a bit on this at Red Rocks where you're talking about how when we used to have dads, it's like, oh no, dad's coming home, right? <laughs> You'd be yeah, scared. No, it was terrifying. Yeah, everybody. You afraid of everybody's dad in, in your neighborhood? And, you know, back then they could put their hands on you. They could, uh, you know, rough you up a little bit. Um, you know, and parents backed other parents. Whatever they said happened was the version of it and stuff. And, uh, you know, I'm not saying it, was, it hasn't massively overcorrected and gone too far in the other direction. But that just seems to be like how human beings are. We never can just get to the middle. Right. It's like... We, we go from the insanity of Donald Trump to the insanity of Joe Biden. I mean, it's just like both sides. We ought to be ashamed of ourselves. Like we got to we got to be picking better people than this. I mean, our current president shouldn't even have a driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> He's falling off bicycles. The guy we had before us couldn't keep a casino going in a casino town. Right. People were li- literally coming there to gamble. And every time I would be going to play Atlantic City, that guy would be filing for bankruptcy. <laughs> and all, all, all the regular guys that he claims to love were all bitching because they were getting paid dimes on the dollar. And then before that, he got in because he was running against the wife of the guy who went to Epstein Island like 50 times. <laughs> it's just like, this is what we had. This is all we I'm... This is the best of the best on both sides. This is I know. It's horrible. It's pitiful. We're talking to Bill Burry. He's going to be at the Alliant Energy Center. going to be a hysterical November 6th. One of the things I like about your podcast so much is that you don't really interview anybody, and it just seems like you're freestyling whatever is coming to mind, and it's fun to listen to. And I have nowhere the skill that you do, but I do a similar thing over the years to a buddy of mine. I would always call and leave him voicemail messages when we used to have the answering machines with the cassette and no runtime yeah. on them, you know? And one yeah. time I left him an hour message and it was just similar to kind of what you do where you're just whatever comes to mind. That's pretty much how you do your podcast though. Just whatever's going through your brain, right? Yeah. I sit down, I'll write like subjects, like I'll write like Red Sox game or uh show in, you know, Tulsa or something like that. And then I just sort of talk about those, um, about like those subjects or something like that. Like, uh, like I saw Jordan Peele's new movie last night. So oh, how was it about that? How, oh dude. Yeah. That guy's just another yeah. level. Yeah. He's just another level. Yeah. And now having like actually been on the other side of the camera a little bit, some of the ideas in that movie, I just was like, <laughs> I was like going, how the hell did he get that out of his brain into somebody else's brain and up under the screen? That's because that's like one of the big things, trying to communicate what it is you're trying to do, even on something simple, like a simple movie. Forget about like this guy's like, you know, taking like nightmares he's had and somehow conveying them to people and then putting them up on a screen. Yeah, it was a pretty it was wild, man. Well, and it's so crazy because he was go check it out. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it's it's crazy because he was comedy. I mean, just like that. He's got that other gear, you know to go on such a twisted, scary level is so fascinating to me. If you're not a comedian. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a lot, yeah, a lot of I think a lot of people they take comedy at face value, where they look at it like, oh, this person's happy and funny, and it's why they get a they they never look at comedy as a coping mechanism, right for. Uh, darkness or pain and all of that. And that's why I think people get offended all the time because they don't understand that when somebody jokes about something that you're air quote, not supposed to joke about, it's not because they don't care. A lot of times it's because they do care. They actually care really deeply for it. And the pain of that, they, they need a break from. So to kill the tension, they make a joke. It's called gallows humor, you know, like exactly soldiers have it in battle, police officers, firemen, all of, you know, people, you know, who, who uh, you know, cold case file cops, all of them have gallows humor, you know, because they, I remember meeting this woman one time and she was uh, a lawyer. She was a court appointed lawyer. Mm-hmm. She had to, she had to be the lawyer for a guy that killed his children. They were all really young and she had to somehow come up with a defense for this guy. And she was talking about comedy. She said it was so bleak, you know, that they ended up just coming up with these ridiculous scenarios that the kids were coming at the guy and making him the victim. It was so ridiculous. They were all for like five minutes crying, laughing, right? Not because they didn't care. It was because what they were dealing with was so horrific and so overwhelming that that was, you know, they were all would have just been there crying, sobbing, and they just went that way to try it because they knew the guy was going to get convicted. Right. So you just got to like push through. Yeah. They got to like, okay. Uh, you know, he told them to turn the TV off and they didn't, you know, whatever (laughs) they did. I don't know what they did, but like, I understood that. And a lot of people, uh, yeah, they don't get to going back to Jordan, who I think was on one of the top two, if not, you know, three sketch shows of all time was absolutely hilarious. And then there's amazing actor and, and, and funny and all of that. Like, um, it's not that there's darkness in there that surprises and it's probably, it's just the, his, his capabilities to communicate. I mean, he's like, you know, I mean, he's it, yeah. really, well, you know, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Look, I know um, we're running out of time. So there's just a couple other real quick things I want to get through that I wanted to say, I always admire how you're able to take things and look at it the other way. Like when everyone was ripping on Lance Armstrong, you step back for a minute and be like, yeah, he doped, but he, you know, raised all this money for cancer. So I always admire that you are able to look no, at the other no, side. The whole, the whole sport was on dope. Right. So our roided up guy beat your roided exactly. up guy. Exactly. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. And one other, one other thing. Again, Bill Burr is going to be at the Alliant Energy Center November 6th. Dude, you did a bit years ago. I'm, I grew up in Chicago, but I'm a White Sox fan. And all the Cub fans there, I can't stand them. And you did a bit. I don't know if you even remember. Just ripping on Cub fans and how White Sox fans are the true baseball fans in Chicago. And, dude, I just it was brilliant. You probably don't even remember it, but it's awesome. I forget why I did it, but somebody in Chicago, I think we were uh, playing each other in a sporting event, so I needed to divide your city. <laughs> so I just decided, because I knew that the Cubs play in Wrigleyville. They're probably the ritzier people. Right. I just took a guess and ended up... Ended up being right. Spot on, man. <laughs> or at least White Sox fans agreed. Yes, me. it was beautiful. So have fun here at the Alliant Energy Center. The first show I ever saw there was when I was in college here, and it was Eddie Murphy. So that's when he did the Raw tour. Oh, so, the, I saw him on that tour, too, and the Weather Girls opened up in yeah, my city. 
Exactly. Right. So that's wow. where you're that's where you're playing here, man, when you come back. So that's amazing. Same venue. So Bill, All right. love Let's your podcast. It. I'll be listening to you later this week. And uh thanks for checking in, man. No worries. Thanks uh, for having me. All I'll right, take you. care. Bye bye bye. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 